insurance is a people business, and I love developing those relationships. From what I saw for the first 17 years of what happens with claims, uh, it, it was very unfortunate that I had to have so many uh, conversations of, well, that's not fully covered, or you don't have coverage for that at all, and some of the worst conversations I've ever had. And now looking at it is, I can prevent those from happening. Welcome to Declaration of Independence on Agency Nation Radio, where insurance professionals turn on the mic and share unscripted stories about leadership, technology, marketing, success, and failure. Stories that helped to make them the professionals that they are today. From Main Street, USA, to the pages of Independent Agent Magazine, brought to you exclusively by Agency Nation Radio. Today, we meet John Bachman, Vice President of Client Relations, Norwood Insurance Agency, Groveland, Massachusetts. 22 years ago, John was the women's basketball team head manager at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Life was good. He was going to be an assistant coach for a Division I level women's basketball team. But when the head coach's contract was not renewed, his life was completely upended. A friend of mine, when I moved back home, he was working in the mailroom at an insurance company. And he said, why don't you sign up with this temp agency? And uh, what do you know, we might work in a mailroom together. Well, as they would have it, um, that temp agency did get me into that insurance company, but they got me in at an uh, entry level with the claims department. Fast forward 22 years. John is known as a claims leader, an author, and a self-professed insurance nerd. He started consulting and speaking in different venues all over the country, mostly with an audience of independent agents, but it was the coronavirus pandemic that put everything into perspective for John. That's when he joined Norwood Insurance Agency. Welcome, John. Thank you for joining us today. Why don't you begin by telling us a little bit about why you transitioned to working with a local insurance agency? How I ended up in the agency world is um, COVID, like for a lot of people, it would it put a lot of things into perspective for me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, yeah, traveling all over the country, speaking in different venues, I was missing things with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't having that. I, I did not feel good about myself. So I knew I wanted to be um, working for a local agency, and I developed a friendship with the agency owner here mm-hmm. um, years past. Actually, he was taking one of my insurance classes at one of the big eye events, and uh, we developed a friendship. And uh, back when I was traveling all over the country, he always said, why don't you come work for me? I said, Brian, you can't afford me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but what perspective, when I reprioritized my life, and I was telling him, I'm, I'm gonna be local, he goes, why, why don't we make this work? And it's been beautiful ever since. So it's been a, a great relationship. When did you start working for Norwood Insurance? Norwood Insurance Agency, it's just been since August, officially. Um, I I did some, like, marketing work and some campaigns behind the scenes for him in the past, but officially just in August. Yeah, I'm the Vice President of Client Relations, which for a a small agency, what that means is we all kind of wear the same hats. We're all doing everything, marketing, selling, um, service, we're all doing it. Since you've come back into the independent agency fold, what are the biggest challenges you're facing right now? Well, I think I, I share the same problems that most other agents are having right now is things are changing. And the way that we're doing business with customers is changing. The way that they want to interact with us is changing. Mm-hmm. And we have to change with them. 
However, we still have to be mindful of those folks uh, that are our customers that don't want to change. It's funny, when I used to speak at Asian conferences, one of the things I talked about is, well, one, you got to get your folks remote, which COVID took care of that. Everybody ended up having to work remote. But the other thing was payments. And I used to talk about if you're not working with a company like ePayPol, let's see, and, and you're not taking electronic payments, there's something wrong with your agency. And that was short-sighted on my side because I'm, I was an outsider telling these people that have been doing it for years and years and years, you're doing something wrong. When, when I finally sat down here in August mm-hmm. and I started seeing the, the little old ladies coming in and paying in cash mm-hmm. and wanting to, and they wanted the personal interaction. Right. And they come in week after week and they want that. Who am I to tell her that she's wrong and that she should be paying with a card? Mm-hmm. No, she's coming in here for the community aspect. And right. again, it, agents, we, we are should be one of the biggest pieces of our local communities. There must have been a lot of changes too, right? What are the biggest industry changes you've witnessed? Biggest is the understanding that we, we don't have to just be local. COVID did um, open things up for us and we can lean on our technology a lot more. Mm-hmm. That one of our employees works in Florida. She works uh, fully in Florida. So that opened our business to Florida as well. Our, our small little agency here in Groveland, Mass. Mm-hmm. Now we can write in Florida and we have a, a physical presence down there now oh. because of technology. So technology allows us to do things that we thought we couldn't do before. Again, going back to the speaking days, I, I remember speaking with agency owners I was a big proponent of working from home. And they were saying, ah, we can't really do that. We don't really have the technology. And can we really trust the employees? <sighs> well, my first thing is, if you can't trust your employees, there's a problem with that employee in the first place. Yes. There's a bigger issue at hand. But we showed as soon as the world shut down, everybody can work from home. Mm-hmm. We can still be just as productive, if not more productive, mm-hmm. yes. um, remotely. So the ability to, to lean on our technology okay. has allowed us to do a lot of things. Okay. Um, we couldn't have in the past. Since you're another example of insurance choosing you rather than you choosing insurance, what advice would you give to any inexperienced professional who is thinking about getting involved in the insurance industry today? Where would you tell them to start? Ooh, that's, a, that's a tough one. You know what? This is going to sound crazy. I wish everybody would start in clients. It's crazy to me to think there aren't many agents out there that started in the clients world. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it makes it easier for me. But I do, I have all those stories and those experiences when somebody is concerned about a coverage that I'm offering up or recommending, I can tell them specifically, oh, this happened to me in Connecticut on this day and I had to tell the person it wasn't covered mm-hmm. or during X, Y, and Z and, and I had all of that. And when you're in claims, you have to know the policy inside and out right. because you're applying the policy. Right. All too often when we're on the sales side, we're, we're selling the bells and whistles. We're not selling the core policy. Right. And, and really, that's what we're selling. It's the promise that the claims folks are going to be there mm-hmm. if shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's all the policy is. It's a promise uh, of the claims folks. So I, I'd love to see more people start on the claims side. Okay. As a claims leader in the insurance industry, what insights can you share with the independent agents when they're working with clients and carriers on claims? This is one thing that I spoke a heck of a lot about. It was the relationship with the claims team at your carrier partners. As agents, we don't interact with them, and that's that's bad on us. Hmm. The people we interact with are the marketing reps that come into our office, right. and then the underwriters, underwriters when we're trying to get something pushed through. Mm-hmm. When's the last time mm-hmm. 
an, an agent or agency employee has sat down with the claims folks. Even if it's a claims manager, it's very rare. So establishing those relationships with your carrier partner claims folks is vital. Because then you can understand, you know what, I can call up this adjuster or this claim supervisor or claims manager mm-hmm. when I'm trying to sell a policy. If, when we're talking about this scenario, is there coverage for this? Is there another endorsement that I should be considering? And every carrier handles claims a little bit differently. It's because of how they interpret the policy. Mm. And you need to understand um, for your client, who's best suited for them. That, that's the first thing we should be thinking about. It's not the, uh, the dollars and cents, which is extremely important, mm-hmm. but the right coverage at the right price. Mm-hmm. And, and the only way you do that is knowing what the claims teams are doing. Would you say that the carriers you work with are open to calls about claims and calls where agents can learn about their policies? I would say they're all open to it, but varying degrees of openness. I always prefer to work with my regional mutual companies because there's more of a relationship there. Mm-hmm. There's there's more at stake there than some of the nationals. And it's not to say there isn't uh, an important part of our business that relies upon some of the national carriers. But if I'm asking specific questions, I'd much rather speak to Sally that works in the claim office over here rather okay. than trying to call into okay. a main call center and then who knows what I'm getting with the different um, adjusters on okay. the line. So yeah, there's, there's varying degrees. So John, you recently wrote a book called Successful Adjusters Playbook, The Secret Skills for Providing the Best Claims Experience. What other books would you recommend independent agents to read? I can joke around and say my book, um, but that's that's a claims-focused book. And I, I would even say agents can buy my book to give to their adjusters, but maybe that's not a good way to go about doing things too, because now you're telling somebody how to do their job. But no, it, it, because it's all relationship-driven, I try to think back to the old classics, like Stephen Covey. We need to understand how to interact with other individuals and how to work best with them and what better way to start is with people like Stephen Covey or John Maxwell, those types of uh, people. I would start there um, if you're going to be looking books, looking for books, and then obviously go for successful adjusters playbook second. We're hearing a lot about how customer expectations are changing and have changed. How can independent agents enhance their customer service experience to appeal to today's insurance buyer? We really have to think from the customer Outward. You always have to start with the customer. We can't think about what's best for the agency or best internally. It's let's think about that that client's journey before they even meet us. Mm-hmm. Understand that journey to when they meet us, when they need to interact with us, whether it's renewals, payments, and then finally on the claims end of things of how best to manage that. So always focusing on the customer's journey, the client's journey, and then make them make changes to your processes from there. You seem to have a lot of success with posting video to social media, such as your LinkedIn and YouTube. What tips do you have for independent agents looking to start vlogging or video marketing? The biggest tip that I've ever received in the stand for Brian Hanley was to just do it. Is just start recording. And this is for the basic videos. We're not talking full production videos, but the ones where you jump on your phone, mm-hmm. you just start talking into it, whatever it may be. It may be about coverage or something that's happening in the community. Just hit record mm-hmm. and send it out. Don't watch it 
because you're going to see yourself say um and ah and when you're sitting across the table from a client you don't get to pull back those ums right so just send it out and the first few are not going to be very good and not many people are going to see it either and, and just understanding that and with each one that you record is going to get better and better and better you got to start someplace you got to hit record you got to hit publish and the rest will come okay and tell your story we, we need to tell our stories thank you so much for your time today john you can find John Bachman at LinkedIn at John Bachman, J-O-H-N-B-A-C-H-M-A-N-N. And you can also visit his agency website at www.norwood, N-O-R-W-O-O-D, insurance, I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E, dot com. This is the Declaration of Independence. I'm Olivia Overman content editor at Independent Agent Magazine, the monthly deep dive into the IA channel, available in print and online at iamagazine.com and free to all Big Eye members. If you know a superb agency or an agent you feel should be featured on Declaration of Independence, send us an email at iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice.